Boom, we're live. What's up? This is Fade You Sports on February 2nd. We're doing a look ahead for tomorrow, Saturday, February 3rd. Uh, college basketball preview show. We got two of the dads, three of us actually, but two of my guests today. The first one, the one and only Joey Cheese coming at us from all the way on the east side. And we got a central midwestern with us our homie that's been with us the last couple shows our boy clint welcome to the show boys we have a lot to go over tonight what up boys clint thanks for joining us again good to see you yep thanks for having good me back. good to see you duke looking good as always now that the raper mustache is gone um <laughs> cleaned it yeah. up had to had to meet a customer today so you gotta gotta clean it up right there you go shave your face you look like you're nine <laughs> um yeah i mean a lot a lot of big games this weekend a lot of games to get into um some great matchups uh why don't we start why don't we start with baylor iowa state clint why don't you uh why don't you kick us off here okay yeah well B baylor's coming off the road win at ucf the other night uh no some of the people that we follow were kind of split between that game uh geez i know you tweeted out baylor right before tip and i joined you on that I did not tweet it. I just texted it to you. That's my <laughs> fault. Yeah. I, I was on Baylor, though. Me and CT, Clint, that's my I think Clint tweeted it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but. Yeah, I did not tweet that out. But one thing that Baylor started to show in conference is that they get off the slow starts in the first half and then all of a sudden make adjustments and then their offense really gets going. So, I mean, I'm looking at full game for them tomorrow because this is part of that rank versus rank system that Duke and I like. And with them at minus three, I like it full game, but also may add at second half at halftime if they're down a couple possessions. There you go. So you like Baylor at minus two and a half and minus? I'm seeing it at two and a half and three in some places. Yeah, I would. You, like you like it at both? Yeah, I wouldn't go anything more than three. Uh, if it's that two and a half, even if you can get the money line at like a 140, that would be a good option too. All right. Yeah. As also, one thing with Iowa State, last week we were on them, but they were at home. And they've been playing very different on the road, uh, especially in the system. They lost at BYU a couple of weeks ago by 15. Uh, we should have gotten it last week with, them at TCU, but TCU gave up 31 points off turnovers to them, and Iowa State still let them back in the game and only lost by one. Yeah, it's not a very good Iowa State team. I know they play defense, but this team struggles to score at times. Yeah. Um, I agree. I think for me, for me here, it's Baylor or pass. I I do not have a dollar on it yet, but it it is a spot I'm looking at for sure. Duke, you like it just because of the system, or do you actually do you have, do you have a lean towards Baylor here? Yeah, I like it because of the system, uh, and like like Clint said, uh, just different team. The home and road splits uh, they just don't seem like they're the same Cyclone team on the road. And Baylor's going to be fired up to to get a big time, good looking win on their resume because they've dropped a few recently. So, yeah, 
Go Bears. <clears throat> Go Bears. All right. Well, we got another big 12 o'clock game. Um, your defending champion Huskies, who everyone, it's no secret, I am a huge fan of. Uh, why don't Duke? Why don't you talk a little bit about this? We got UConn. I'm seeing, I'm seeing some minus threes, minus one fifteen, and minus three and a half, minus one ten at St. John's. Why don't you get us started here? Well, we love to see that if it's going to come down a little bit, maybe it gets that line freeze at three, three and a half, just stays there with all the. I mean, you know, I, I tell Clinton, you guys all the time, Matt. Matt Bone and I talk about love to fade the barely ranked teams. How about love to fade the fucking top five teams? What is How about it? the best team in the country? Yeah. I remember Clint a couple weeks ago, we're like, down goes Purdue, down goes this team, down goes it's like, you know, how the mighty have fallen. You, you know, you got to let them win. They're just so the you're telling me the best team in the country against a team that's dropped four of their last five, just got beat by an average Xavier team by 11 is now only catching three to the to the fucking world the national champs of last year that have been dominating teams so it's just disgusting uh, i'm gonna look at that obviously if it goes the other way um you know up to four for four or five I'll, I'll hold but if it just stays locked in there with all the tickets and and money then that's a that's a sharp buy for me that was the six pack Six packs, 26 and 22. It's good. About 54%. You're getting a good return on my poopy six packs this year. Hopefully we can have a good one again tomorrow. Clint, any Clint, any opinion here? I know in our group chat, you always puss out and you're scared to fire the garbage. But <laughs> I am. Especially, especially with UConn. I, there's four teams that I just will not fade. It's either a play on or, or not at all for me. So Who are those four teams? I'm curious. Uh, Utah, uh, I mean, excuse me, UConn, Houston, Indiana State, and New Mexico. Wow. New uh, Mexico is at home, though. The home, yeah. right? You'll get them on the, yeah, yeah. It's a hell of a yeah. list. All these are home. I mean, if they're on the road, chances are I'm not going to look at them unless it's a special circumstance, but it's a pass for me. But I trust uh, Chris's judgment here. Yeah. So, I mean, it's no secret here. I mean, I will not be putting my hard-earned money on St. John's tomorrow. They are absolutely fucking garbage. <laughs> Tris, Tristan Newton oh, and Clinging. Tonight, that's a different story. <laughs> dude, yeah, absolutely. I like five and 13 teams better. Uh, but, dude, Tristan Newton, Clinging, Caravan. I mean, this UConn team is loaded from top to bottom. Castle looks unstoppable. Ball's been balling out. Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see this UConn team go back to back. They are not a team I'm looking to step to step in front of. Uh, but with that being said, certainly, I certainly can't play St. John. I can't, I can't play UConn, but I, I certainly can't play St. John's here either. Um, it's, it's a, it's a pass for me, but we'll, we'll be cheering you on. Um, all right, let's I one or two, baby. Let's move on. Uh, Duke, why don't you talk a little bit? Uh, in the one o'clock window in the SEC, South Carolina at Georgia. South Carolina, the Gamecocks are 18 and three versus the 14 and seven Bulldogs. Georgia yeah. being a one and a half point fave. What do you got? Yeah, I wish they were ranked. Clinton and I were talking. We, we really thought they'd be ranked after the huge win over Kentucky and a pretty solid win over Mizzou with that resume. But 
the I guess the committee just doesn't like them enough yet. Now they will for sure be next week after that huge Tennessee uh, win. But uh, and this would be a system play because Georgia unranked landed against the ranked, but the Cox aren't ranked quite yet, but 18 and three. Um, and again, you got a Georgia team coming in, lost three of their last four look like shit. Uh, in the second half last game, they gave up, what was it like 54 or something like 58 points to Alabama in the Dude, second Alabama half. went on the craziest run in the second half. It was wild. And it sucks. We faded uh, one of our great fades and somehow it got sucked out. They couldn't, Georgia couldn't cover that six and a half. But uh, what, what was the first text message I sent you in the morning that day, too? So hopefully Georgia loses and then it's a bomb on Saturday. <clears throat> well, before that, I was, I was like, I have a funny feeling Alabama fucking runs them out the gym. Yep. Yeah. Of course, didn't pull the trigger. Didn't pull the trigger. They destroyed them in the second half. So, yeah, the Cox coming in high, like we just said. They're on a huge you know, win streak. Beat Arkansas on the road. Come home, destroy Kentucky and, and Mizzou, then go on the road and, and beat a really good Tennessee team who we know it's, it's not um, uh, an easy task to go into that, that gym and win, So especially as double-digit dogs. So, yeah, I'm going to be looking to fade them uh, tomorrow. Go uh, – Bulldogs. Clint, any opinion here before we move on? I lean Georgia. Haven't haven't done anything with it yet, but we'll see which way the line moves. And I I would go with Georgia right now as a small favorite. I agree. I want there's one there's one game there's another game at one o'clock that in particular I'm I'm looking for Duke's opinion here. Uh, One o'clock on ESPN plus. We have the Robert Morris University Universal University versus the Detroit Titans. Oh my Detroit God. is 0 and 23, catching only five points at home. Duke, do you have an opinion here? I I think like Clint has his uh not play against. I think Detroit might be on my not play on list. I think I think you and I have maybe sprinkled on him like Two or three times thinking, this is a shot. It's got to be the spot tonight. It's, it's got to be the spot. Right? They're only catching seven to, to 14 and eight, and they're 0 and 20. And they they keep it within six at half, and next thing you look, they're down 20. And you're, Dude, you're, the other night, they were, they, were, they were down two with like six minutes left and lost by like 19. Yeah. And like, I was like, what happened? It's so, yeah, I can't I, even believe it. You know, so I, I don't know. I mean, obviously, again, like you, like you said, she's – I'm not going to play Robert Morris just because if I do, they'll win by three and uh, the Titans will cover. But I, I, I don't know if I can put, I mean, maybe in the six pack just because they're 0 and 23, you know? Yeah. All right. Well, I want to get into a play, into a game where I have a strong opinion and I actually bet it's uh, 6.30 Eastern Standard Time. We are go. We are going to the Smith Center at the University of North Carolina rivalry game at home. Given four points to the Duke Blue Devils, I played on UNC minus four for three units. There is a strong possibility that by game time, this becomes a five-unit max play for me. Uh, we talked all week. I expected UNC to open minus six. They did. They opened five and a half. Public jumped all over it. 
here we are, get a better number with UNC. Um, I I would have played UNC up to minus seven, minus seven and a half here. Um, but we'll we'll see how it goes. Um, UNC is coming off that ugly loss to Georgia Tech, 74-73. Um, RJ Davis, I, I feel like he's a top three point guard in the country. The kid is nasty. Um Outside of RJ, this UNC team shot 32% versus Georgia Tech. I'm willing to throw that out the window. That's an anomaly here. This this team normally shoots well from the perimeter. They play well in the post. They play defense. Um, they, they had, I think it was, the, I read earlier, it was their second worst showing at the free throw line in the last 15 seasons. They shot 49% from the free throw line in that game, and it ultimately cost them. Um, Ingram and Ryan both shot three for 14 from the field here. Um, I expect these guys to get hot. Um, RJ Davis can't be scoring 30 points a night, keeping these guys in the game. Ingram bounces back. Ryan bounces back. Big games from these guys. Um, uh, I, I expect UNC to win, to win this game by three possessions. Um, not, not too impressed with Duke either on the other end of the ball. I mean, yeah, I mean, coming off a couple good wins, not not really impressive, though, in my book. I mean, they beat a pretty lackluster Virginia Tech team by 10 um, and snuck by Clemson, who I, I don't think is really cream of the crop in the um, Atlantic With Coast. Last second foul, and, you know, two for yeah. two. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was pretty garbage. Um, not to mention Duke is – Two and three against the spread away from Cameron Indoor this year. I think this is a great spot for UNC to blow the fucking doors off. Um, and, and I expect them to win by three possessions here. Clint, any opinion on this UNC game? I would say since, I mean, how, is this Hubert's third year taking over? I but, think so. But re, in recent memory, this is probably the most complete UNC team that they've had. Because they're usually good offensively, but on the defensive end, they haven't been all that great. But this year, they've really improved on that side. So, and Duke, they play, they're playing a lot slower than they have in the past. And with UNC at home, I think they're going to be able to speed them up. And that's where the point differential, you think they're going to win by more than three possessions. Yeah. Duke, you any opinion here on I know we talked about it all week, but do you have a actual opinion? Uh no, yeah. I mean again, I I'm with you. Uh I think it's a double digit win. I, I love uh I love when the system play is when it's two rivals too, when you know, a lot of times Duke historically is a super popular team to bet. I think they've been better over the last, you know, few years, especially with Shashevsky. Like when you see them catching points that the average Joe wants to run and say, oh, it's going to be a, it's Duke, North Carolina. It's going to be a close one, right? Like you're going to give me six. You're going to five. give me four points. Yeah. yeah. You're give me points. Oh, okay. So um, tend to fade that and uh, love that you love it. And I uh, love that the system's been great this year and uh, might have to be a, it's going to be a nice solid wager for yep. me. Same. Nice. Um, Kentucky, Tennessee. Let's get into the next one. Uh, Clint, why don't you start us off here? Any opinion here? Well, I had a strong feeling for Kentucky if they weren't coming off, if both teams weren't coming off a loss. 
uh, Tennessee coming off that South Carolina game, that really doesn't set well with me because you know they're going to come ready to play. And Wednesday night, they were probably looking ahead to this one. But And then Kentucky ends up losing at home in overtime to Florida, a team that they won earlier this year. And I think that surprised Kentucky a little bit. Uh, I I expected I Kentucky to open up a favorite here. I really did. Yeah, and especially with them being at home. But since I expected it to be Kentucky minus one, minus one and a half. Yep. The fact that it it, we're seeing Tennessee minus one and a half, minus two. It's like fuck. How bad's my read here? Right. And I think where Tennessee has the advantage is on the defensive end and inside. Kentucky's guards have been playing very good all year. They're deep on the perimeter. They got five guys averaging in double figures, but they don't have the bigs that can compete down low for the rebounds. And I think that could be the edge that Tennessee needs to pull it, to pull this one out. Yeah. Duke, any opinion on this spot? Uh, yeah, I've, I've wanted to bet, uh, like, like you guys said, I was hoping Clint was saying the look ahead was looking at like minus one, pick a minus one. Um, but then now you guys said they come out as a short home dog. Clint, didn't you hit up Ralph? And he said, uh, Oh no. Was it ranked? Was it ranked versus unranked laying under three? No. Uh, no. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So it, the, but he, we said the ranked versus rank. That was not, that's kind of like 50, 50. That's not that good. So yeah. Um, if it stays that way, I mean, if it gets bought down to like plus one, maybe down to a pick them, um, maybe it's a, it's a buy sign on, on Kentucky, but uh, if it goes Tennessee's way and, and the public seems to be a little bit on Kentucky, but yet the line's going the other way, then it's a stay away from me. Right. Okay. Yeah. I don't, I don't have much of an opinion on this game. I'd, I'd actually rather move on to something else. Uh, Duke, I know you, I know you've been trying to make a strong case all day in our group chat for UCF at home versus Oklahoma. Do you want to start us off here? Uh, yeah, I mean, I just, uh, they've been scrappy. I mean, one of the times I wanted to bet, uh, when Clinton, like a month ago, Clinton and I started talking more, I remember running by UCF at home against Kansas thinking that line seven was just disgusting. And they sure, sure enough, they fucking knocked them off and they've just been kind of scrappy here. Obviously they were scrappy as shit last Saturday before they let our, our Bearcats destroy them for our cover, uh, which was great. That was great. That was amazing. <laughs> So we kind of owe them ones, or they, you know, they owe us one too. So uh, I'm, I'm leaning that way. It's disgusting. What'd you say, Clint? It's only like minus two, minus three, or something like that. Oklahoma, Oklahoma minus two and a half. Yeah, yep. I mean, you got to, like I said, you got a not a barely ranked team, but, but you know, not, not like it's top ten. Uh, you got a team that's, that's dropped a little bit in the rankings because they haven't looked good. But then they did uh, give it to K State pretty good last game so that you know i'm sure the public's kind of getting back there might be bought back in on on the sooners but uh i'm not at ranked 23 and uh, i think ucf's going to be a little scrappy especially now that they've seen them uh, and they've lost three of their last four so i agree i think it's ucf or pass here for me also probably a little too nasty for clinch taste though (laughs) I'm done with Oklahoma for a while. I'm on for the last two weeks with those guys. So yeah, you said the other night in our group chat that you can't bet bet them or bet against them. No, <laughs> last four games 
every time I've been on them, they've lost. Every time I've bet against them, they've won. So, no thanks. So, <laughs> way it goes sometimes. You know how it goes. Yep. All right, big game. Uh, probably one of the better games on the slate. Um, I don't I, – I just can't come up with an opinion here. I've been looking at it all day. Number four, Houston at versus at Allen Fieldhouse versus the Kansas Jayhawks. Kansas is a short home fave. Some plus twos, plus two and a halfs out there. Short um, home dog. Short home dog. I'm sorry. Short home dog. Uh, Clint, why don't you bust out the stat? Why don't you give out the Bill Self stat, buddy? We'd, we'd love to hear it. So Bill Self's only been a home dog in Allen Fieldhouse one time in his Kansas career. Which that, is like 70 years. Yes. Bog. So that was back in February of 2021. First Baylor? First Baylor. And they were a four and a half point dog and won outright by 13 points. Wow. Wow. Hey, so correct me if I'm wrong, but I think Bill Self's been – he's been a dog on a neutral, right, a couple times, right? Yeah, I think one other time was against Duke, and that was in 2016. At, at Madison Square Garden where they were technically the home team, but it's really a neutral, right? Yes. And they, and they, blow, they, blow, the, they blow the doors off them there too, right? Yes. Yeah, they got that cover, so – yeah. Tough, yeah. I mean, uh, this is a Houston team I've watched play. Dude, they're fast. They're big. They play fucking defense. They're scrappy. They bang shots. Kids are hustling. I don't know, man. I, I, I don't know if I want to step in front of this Houston team right now. Duke, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, obviously, I've told you guys, I, I, I've, told, I've talked to Clint about it all season. I've think the best home team, I mean, one of the best home and field advantages or core advantages in all of sports is Fog Allen, man. Uh, I love it. He's got a 94.8. I mean, we're talking 95 out of 100 games that motherfucker has won, and that's not a small sample size. He's there this 20th year, and uh, that's, one of the, that's one of the times where you could actually lay the wood on money lines, whether it's minus 100, 200, 1,200, and you're going to get an amazing, amazing return um, but this is one of those ones where you're like, man, is it, is it too easy though? Like you're going to give me plus money. That's the problem. You're going to give me That's plus the problem money? here. You don't ever get the Jayhawks. Kansas looks so appealing. Like it looks so, it looks so right, but it feels yeah. so wrong. <laughs> but Houston has their two losses this year are at Iowa state and at TCU. So we know they're, they can be vulnerable on the road. And those are two, Pretty hostile environments, but can uh, we all know Kansas is above both those two? So lean that way. But uh, both the Houston's losses are on the road, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. those uh, were the same week too. Yeah, yeah. Talk, to I mean, what, what a great game tomorrow. To look forward to uh, Clint. Before we move on, anything else in that game? No, I just I think the main matchup is uh, Jamal Shed. The two point guards, Shed versus Harris. Harris has been prone to turnovers this year, and against this team, that's where they get you in those points off turnovers. So if he takes care of the ball and can contribute close to eight to ten points, I think Kansas has a really good shot to even pull it out. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think you're right. All right, well, we got 
one more big game to talk about, but I want to talk about the San Diego State game. But before we get into that, Duke, do you have a do you have a best bet that you want to give out? Or is it kind of just a mishmash of all the poop we've talked about so far? Yeah, no, uh, no best, but I guess I'd probably, and you already, it'd probably be UNC. I know that's your second best. It'd probably be UNC. Um, either that or, either that or I'll just stick with my, I've, I've loved, I've been talking about it for about three years now. I've loved how powerful self is at home. And I think it's, whatever i mean it's like you know we talk about how saban never gets points all these it's like this is like one of the more rare things in all of sports so it's pretty pretty cool like mm-hmm. you know i agree but unc go tar heels michael jordan james worthy motherfucker love both of them uh clint why don't you get into your i know you have a major opinion on drake indiana state why don't you uh why don't you dive into that so Last week, we were on Indiana State versus Bradley, which we got that cover in overtime, the one that actually did come through for us. Covered eight points in overtime, if I remember correctly. And thankful for a missed free throw at the very end. Yeah. Uh, So, little update. Last week, I talked about I like these small home favorites and finding teams that really fit this profile. Uh, Indiana State is 7-1 and ATS as a home favorite. They are seven and four in their Missouri Valley games and eight points or less. They are seven and one ATS and Wednesday night, they had to go to Belmont and they ended up winning the game by six, but they were an eight and a half point favorite. So last week we had them coming off a non cover and now they got, got that game coming up. They just had that game. So they are six and one off non covers. Wow. at that set good, good sample size. I mean, decent little sample size. Yeah, especially within you know just 22 games. Right. Uh, Drake and Indiana State played about three weeks ago at Drake, and the game was tied at halftime at 43. Drake came out and shot 56, 53 percent from the field and 46 percent from three, and their best player Derek Devries was six of ten from three for 29 points. So. He averages about 22, so pretty close. He played a little bit above, but the biggest difference was Indiana State had 15 turnovers compared to Drake's three. Wow. So the second half, Drake really turned up the defensive pressure. Indiana State's guards couldn't handle it, and it led to a lot of fast fast break points. I don't see that happening tomorrow. I see them. I see Indiana State making those adjustments, and – this is for the conference tomorrow because Indiana State's through their top top part of the schedule. They don't have to play Belmont, Drake, or uh, or Bradley anymore. They went four and one in those games so far, and which is huge. Yes. So if, yeah. So if they get Drake tomorrow, they're five and one against the top top half of the league, and their schedule is much easier. So this is their big game of the year. And that those teams are clearly the cream of the crop in the Missouri Valley. I mean, then there's a major drop off after. Don't don't forget about my Salukis here. Okay, stop it. (laughs) It plays them next game, but I do, I do expect Indiana State to pull this one out. I like it. It's at five and a half right now. Open four and a half. I like it up to six. 
if you're a little late, six and a half at the most, but get it below six if you can. Yeah, I mean, I'm riding you. This fucking Clint's favorite team is Indiana State. It's like it's like going back to the well. I love it. Hey, you got to ride with Larry Bird when you can. I hear you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's right. I forgot he went there. Yeah. All right, well, I mean, if no one else has anything else, I have one more three-unit best bet, which has a – not like just like UNC, strong possibility. I make this a five unit play tomorrow. I absolutely am fucking in love with the Aztecs minus five at home versus Utah State tomorrow. This is San Diego State team coming off a bad L versus Colorado State. Lost that game 79 71. They got back in, they got back to within like three. Then next thing you know, I go to the bathroom, I come back, they're down 11 again. Like they just, they just couldn't, they just couldn't close that out. Um, Colorado State pretty much uh, controlled that game from begin, from the, from tip to buzzer. Um, it's a San Diego State team that's 16 and five overall, five and three in the Mountain West. I am not a huge fan. Not, I am not a huge fan of this conference. I don't think many of the teams are very good. I do believe this Aztecs team is the cream of the crop over there. I really do. Um, this Aztec team, I was reading some stuff earlier, and I was shocked to see this. They have a plus 182-point differential this year, uh, which means when they are winning games, they are blowing teams the fuck out. Um, they are led by Jaden Ledee. 21 and a half points a game, nine rebounds. The kid kid can just take a fucking game over. Um, I fully expect him to bang on these Utah, these fucking bums from Utah State tomorrow. Uh, and, and it can't go without noting this uh, Aztec team is, they have it like a three-headed monster in the back in the backcourt. Their guard play is ridiculous. Walters. Parrish and Butler, all three of these dudes are filthy. Um, I believe they are pro- they are probably the best backcourt in basketball behind Creighton and UConn. Just my opinion. Um, but this Aztecs team is deep, man. They play a nine man rotation. They they get guys in, get guys out. They're healthy, fresh legs. Um, I, I expect I expect them to bang the boards versus Utah State team. I don't think Utah State gets the open looks that they're used to and accustomed to. Um, yeah, I, I just think it's a really good spot for this San Diego State team to bounce back. Um, I fully expect them to win this game by 40. <laughs> I was waiting for that. <laughs> um, no, but 40 point blow. At, at minus five, I really do love San Diego State here. Uh, there is a really good chance that I make this a five-unit max play tomorrow. Um, and something else caught my eye. Not something I really look too far into because I don't I don't think previous seasons mean as much when it comes to, to games like this. But Utah State is 0-10 against the spread last 10 versus San Diego State. Uh, San Diego State defends their home court. Um, yeah, I, I just, I expect San Diego State to slow this bum ass team down. I don't care what the numbers are at their record. This Utah State team is not very good. They cost me a million fucking dollars in March Madness last year, getting blown out 
I was all over them in that game, and they got thrashed. Uh, and they lost their best player, in my opinion, Stephen Ashworth. Homie went to Creighton, who I believe is the best team in the country. Um, but, yeah, so San Diego State minus five is a play for me. All jokes aside, I would play it up to minus six and a half. Um, but luckily right now there's minus fives everywhere. Clint, do you have all, an opinion? All line, all line. I can't. All no, I'm not ready for the all line yet. <laughs> all lines come out closer to March Madness. Clint, any opinion here? I'm with you. It's it's San Diego State or pass for me. And like you said, San Diego State's been good on their home court. Uh, I was on them a couple weeks ago against Nevada when they were coming off the beat down at New Mexico. So this team responds when they can go home after a road loss. So very good spot for you here, Cheese, and I'm with you. Let's go. Dookie, any opinion here before we wrap up? Of course I'm with you. Uh, this is one of those where you typically when it's an unranked team laying points, it's always about like two to three, two, two to four. For it to be upwards of, of five and move that way, you got to love it because uh, obviously, like you said, you a team if 19 and two and ranked uh, is is get, getting points. And what what SDSU's lost, what, like, is it three of their last four or something like that? They haven't haven't been too hot here recently. Um, so I like that, that you're playing kind of buying low. Yeah, they've lost. Oh, they're, they're two and three. They lost to New Mexico, got one against Nevada, lost to a close one to Boise, beat Wyoming, and then go to Colorado State and get beat pretty good. So. Yeah, I like it. Uh, let's go, Aztecs. Yep. All right, well, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for joining us tonight. Uh, latest edition of the Three Idiots tonight. Uh, Clint, once again, thanks for joining us. This is our homie here. Probably be seeing a lot more of his face around the Fade U streets. Um, the one and only Hazmat, the poop master himself. And y'all already know Joey Cheese. Uh, we'll be back. We'll be back. We'll probably bang some more shit tomorrow. So, Duke, what happens when you bet on poop? You sit back, you watch Manhattan play Quinnipiac and say a little prayer. <laughs> Good. Uh, baby. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is Fade You.